Chapter Twenty Six of Principles of Geology. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Dion Gines, Salt Lake City, Utah. Principles of Geology by Charles Lyell. Chapter Twenty Six, Part Four. Santorin the gulf of santorin in the grecian archipelago has been for two thousand years a scene of active volcanic operations the largest of the three outer islands of the group to which the general name of santorin is given is called thera or sometimes santorin and forms more than two-thirds of the circuit of the gulf the length of the exterior coastline of this and the other two islands named therasia and aspranisi taken together amounts to about thirty miles and that of the inner coastline of the same islands to about eighteen miles in the middle of the gulf are three other islands called the little the new and the old caimanus or burnt islands the accompanying map has been reduced from a recent survey executed in eighteen forty eight by captain graves r n and shortly to be published by the admiralty pliny informs us that the year one eighty six b c gave birth to the old kemeni also called hiera or the sacred isle and in the year nineteen of our era thea the divine made its appearance above water and was soon joined by subsequent eruptions to the older island from which it was only two hundred fifty paces distant the old kemeni also increased successively in size in seven twenty six and in fourteen twenty seven a century and a half later in fifteen seventy three another eruption produced the cone and crater called micra kemeni or the small burnt island the next great event which we find recorded occurred in sixteen fifty when a submarine outbreak violently agitated the sea at a point three and a half miles to the northeast of thera and which gave rise to a shoal carefully examined during the late survey in eighteen forty eight by captain graves and found to have ten fathoms water over it the sea deepening around it in all directions this eruption lasted three months covering the sea with floating pumice at the same time an earthquake destroyed many houses in thera while the sea broke upon the coast and overthrew two churches exposing to view two villages one on each side of the mountain of st stephen both of which must have been overwhelmed by showers of volcanic matter during some previous eruptions of unknown date the accompanying evolution of sulphur and hydrogen issuing from the sea killed more than fifty persons and above one thousand domestic animals a wave also fifty feet high broke upon the rocks of the isle of nea about four leagues distant and advanced four hundred and fifty yards into the interior of the island of Sikino. Lastly, in seventeen o seven and seventeen o nine, 
nia kameni or the new burnt island was formed between the two others Pelea and micro the old and little isles this isle was composed originally of two distinct parts the first which rose was called the white island composed of a mass of pumice extremely porous gorse the jesuit who was then in santorin says that the rock cut like bread and that when the inhabitants landed on it they found a multitude of full-grown fresh oysters adhering to it which they ate this mass was afterwards covered in great part by the matter ejected from the crater of a twin island formed simultaneously and called black island consisting of brown trachyte the trachytic lava which rose on this spot appears to have been a long time in an intumescent state for the new kameni was sometimes lowered on one side while it gained height on the other and rocks rose up in the sea at different distances from the shore and then disappeared again the eruption was renewed at intervals during the years seventeen eleven and seventeen twelve and at length a cone was piled up to the height of three hundred thirty feet above the level of the sea its exterior slope forming an angle of thirty-three degrees with the horizon and the crater on its summit being eighty yards in diameter in addition to the two points of subaerial eruption on the new and little kamenis two other cones indicating the sites of submarine outbursts of unknown date were discovered under water near the kamenis during the late survey in regard to the white island which was described and visited by gorse in seventeen o seven we are indebted to mr edward forbes for having in eighteen forty two carefully investigated the layer of pumiceous ash of which it is constituted he obtained from it many shells of marine genera pectunculus arca cardita trochus and others both univalve and bivalve all of recent mediterranean species they were in a fine state of preservation the bivalves with the epidermis remaining and valves closed showing that they had been suddenly destroyed mr forbes from his study of the habits of the mollusca living at different depths in the mediterranean was able to decide that such an assemblage of species could not have lived at a less depth than two hundred twenty feet so that a bodily upheaval of the mass to that amount must have taken place in order to bring up this bed of ashes and shells to the level of the sea and they now rise five or six feet above that level we may compare this partial elevation of solid matter to the rise of a hardened crust of scoriae such as is usually formed on the surface of lava currents even while they are in motion and which although stony and capable of supporting heavy weights may be upraised without bursting by the intumescence of the melted matter below that the upheaval was merely local is proved by the fact that the neighboring kamenis did not participate in the movement still less the three more distant or outer islands before mentioned 
the history therefore of the kemenis shows that they have been the result of intermittent action and it lends no support to the hypothesis of the sudden distension of horizontal beds blown up like a bladder by a single paroxysmal effort of expansive gases it will be seen by the accompanying map and sections that the kamenis are arranged in a linear direction running northeast and southwest in a manner different from that represented in the older charts in their longest diameter they form at their base a ridge nearly bisecting the gulf or crater on considering these facts we are naturally led to compare the smaller and newer islands in the centre of the gulf to the modern cone of vesuvius surrounded by the older semicircular escarpment of soma or to liken them to the peak of teneriffe before described as surrounded by its fossa and bastion this idea will appear to be still more fully confirmed when we study the soundings taken during the late hydrographical survey thera which constitutes alone more than two-thirds of the outer circuit presents everywhere towards the gulf high and steep precipices composed of rocks of volcanic origin in all places near the base of its cliffs a depth of from eight hundred to one thousand feet of water was found and lieutenant lacaster informs us that if the gulf which is six miles in diameter could be drained a bowl-shaped cavity would appear with walls two thousand four hundred forty-nine feet high in some places and even on the southwest side where it is lowest nowhere less than twelve hundred feet high while the kamenis would be seen to form in the centre a huge mountain five and a half miles in circumference at its base with three principal summits the old the new and the little burnt islands rising severally to the heights of twelve hundred fifty one sixteen hundred twenty nine and eleven hundred fifty eight feet above the bottom of the abyss the rim of the great cauldron thus exposed would be observed to be in all parts perfect and unbroken except at one point where there is a deep and long chasm or channel known by mariners as the northern entrance between thera and therasia and called by lieutenant lacaster the door into the crater it is no less than one thousand one hundred seventy feet deep and constitutes as will appear by the soundings a remarkable feature in the bed of the sea there is no corresponding channel passing out from the gulf into the mediterranean at any other point in the circuit between the outer islands the greatest depth there ranging from seven to sixty-six feet we may conceive therefore if at some former time the whole mass of santorin stood at a higher level by twelve hundred feet that this single ravine or narrow valley now forming the northern entrance was the passage by which the sea entered a circular bay and swept out in the form of mud and pebbles the materials derived by denudation from wasting cliffs in this manner the original crater may have been slowly widened and deepened after which the whole archipelago may have been partially submerged to its present depth 
that such oscillations of level may in the course of ages have taken place will be the more readily admitted when we state that part of thera has actually sunk down in modern times as for example during the great earthquake before alluded to which happened in sixteen fifty the subsidence alluded to is proved not only by tradition but by the fact that a road which formerly led between two places on the east coast of thera is now twelve fathoms under water messrs bobley and verlet mention that the waves are constantly undermining and encroaching on the cliffs of theresia and Aspranissi, and shoals or submarine ledges were found during the late survey to occur round a great part of these islands attesting the recent progress of denudation Monsieur verlet also remarks in regard to the separation of the three islands forming the walls of the crater that the channels between them are all to the west and northwest the quarter most exposed to the waves and currents mr darwin in his work on volcanic islands has shown that in the maritius and in santiago there is an external circle of basaltic rocks of vast diameter in the interior of which more modern eruptions have taken place the older rocks dipping away from the central space in every direction as in the outer islands of santorin he refers the numerous breaches some of them very wide in the external ramparts of those islands to the denuding action of the sea every geologist therefore will be prepared to call in the aid of the same powerful cause to account for the removal of a large part of the rocks which must have once occupied the interior space in the same manner as they attribute the abstraction of matter from elliptical valleys of elevation such as those of woolhope and the weldon in england to the waves and currents of the sea thera theresia and aspranisi are all composed of volcanic matter except the southern part of thera where mount st elias rises to three times the height of the loftiest of the igneous rocks reaching an elevation of eighteen hundred eighty seven feet above the sea this mountain is formed of granular limestone and argillaceous schist and must have been originally a submarine eminence in the bed of the mediterranean before the volcanic cone one side of the base of which now abuts against it was formed the inclination strike and fractures of the calcareous and agrilaceous strata of st elias have no relation to the great cone but according to monsieur bory st vincent have the same direction as those of the other isles of the grecian archipelago namely from north-northwest to south-southeast each of the three islands thera theresia and Aspranisi is capped by an enormous mass of white tufaceous conglomerate from forty to fifty feet thick beneath which are beds of trachytic lava and tuff having a gentle inclination of only three degrees or four degrees each bed is usually very narrow and discontinuous the successive layers being moulded or dovetailed 
as monsieur burlet expresses it into the inequalities of the previously existing surface on which showers of cinders or streams of melted matter have been poured nothing therefore seems more evident than that we have in santorin the basal remains of a great ruined cone or flattened dome and the absence of dikes in the cliffs surrounding the gulf would indicate that the eruptions took place originally as they have done in the last two thousand years not near the margin but in the centre of the space now occupied by the gulf the central portions of the dome have since been removed by engulfment or denudation or by both these causes an important fact is adduced by m verlet to show that the gentle dip of the lava streams in the three outer islands towards all points of the compass away from the centre of the gulf has not been due to the upheaval of horizontal beds as conjectured by von Boot, who had not visited santorin the french geologist found that the vesicles or pores of the trachytic masses were lengthened out in the several directions in which they would have flowed if they had descended from the axis of a cone once occupying the centre of the crater for it is well known that the bubbles of confined gas in a fluid in motion assume an oval form and the direction of their longer axis coincides always with that of the stream on a review therefore of all the facts now brought to light respecting santorin i attribute the moderate slope of the beds in thera and the other external islands to their having originally descended the inclined flanks of a large volcanic cone the principal orifice or vents of eruption having been always situated where they are now in or near the centre of the space occupied by the gulf or crater in other words where the outburst of the kemenis has been witnessed in historical times the single long and deep opening into the crater is a feature common to all those remnants of ancient volcanoes the central portions of which have been removed and is probably connected with aqueous denudation this denuding process has been the work of ages when the sea was admitted into an original crater and has taken place during the gradual emergence of the island from the sea or during various oscillations in its level the volcanic island of st paul in the midst of the indian ocean latitude thirty eight degrees forty four minutes south longitude seventy seven degrees thirty seven minutes east surveyed by captain blackwood in eighteen forty two seems to exemplify the first stage in the formation of such an archipelago as that of santorin we have there a crater one mile in diameter surrounded by steep and lofty cliffs on every side save one where the sea enters by a single passage nearly dry at low water in the interior of the small circular bay or crater there is a depth of thirty fathoms or one hundred eighty feet the surface of the island slopes away on all sides from the crest of the rocks encircling the crater barren island 
there is great analogy between the structure of barren island in the bay of bengal latitude twelve degrees fifteen minutes and that of santorin last described when seen from the ocean this island presents on almost all sides a surface of bare rocks rising with a moderate acclivity towards the interior but at one point there is a cleft by which we can penetrate into the centre and there discover that it is occupied by a great circular basin filled by the waters of the sea and bordered all around by steep rocks in the midst of which rises a volcanic cone very frequently in eruption the summit of this cone is about five hundred feet in height corresponding to that of the circular border which encloses the basin so that it can be seen from the sea only through the ravine it is most probable that the exterior enclosure of barren island is nothing more than the remains of a truncated cone a great portion of which has been removed by engulfment explosion or denudation which may have preceded the formation of the new interior cone end of chapter twenty six part four